Greetings to all learners. I am a faculty of biology at SRN International School, Jagatpura, Jaipur. Dear learners, today we'll be discussing the topic evolution of life of your chapter evolution of your NCRT textbook. So let's discuss the evolution of life. So several assumptions were to propose evolution of life of which the first was religious literature which tells us about the theory of special creation. This theory has three connotations. One, that all living organisms, species or types that we see today were created as such. Two, that the diversity was always the same since creation and will be the same in future also. Three, that earth is about 4000 years old. These ideas were strongly challenged during the 19th century by Charles Darwin based on his observations made during a sea voyage in a sail ship called HMS Beagle round the world. He concluded that existing living forms share similarities to varying degrees not only among themselves but also with life forms that existed millions of years ago. He said, extinctions of different life forms took place, also new forms of life arose at different periods of history of earth. Organism has undergone gradual evolution due to variation of characteristics which enable some to survive better in natural conditions like climate, food, physical factors, etc would outbreed others that are less endowed to survive under such natural conditions. It was referred as fitness of individual population, which means reproductive fitness. Those who are better fit in an environment leave more progeny than others, which will survive more and hence are selected by nature. He called it natural selection and implied it as a mechanism of evolution. Alfred Wallace, a naturalist who worked in a Malay archipelago, had also come to similar conclusions that Darwin had. All the existing life forms share similarities and share common ancestors. However, these ancestors were present at different periods in the history of Earth. They also concluded is that earth is very old, not thousands of years as were thought earlier, but billions of years old. Now the geological history of earth. With advancing studies on evolution, scientists were able to conclude that earth is billions of years old. The geological time scale is divided into eras, periods and epochs. Rocks are formed by sedimentation. A cross-section of earth indicates the arrangement of the sediment one over the other during the long history of earth. Different sediments contain different life forms, which probably died during the formation of the particular sediment. Certain organisms got extinct during these phases, for example dinosaurs. Those found towards upper layer resemble modern organisms, while others in deeper layers were the simpler and older forms. Evidences for Evolution Evidences for evolution 
come from paleontology, embryology, comparative anatomy and morphology, molecular homology and biography as well. So let's discuss a little about paleontology now. It is a study of fossils found in the rocks to support organic evolution. Study of fossils from different sedimentary layers indicates the geological time period in which the organisms existed. The life forms varied over time and certain life forms are restricted to certain geological lifespan. The new forms of life that have appeared at different times in the history of earth. Isn't it interesting? Let's discuss about embryology now. So it is a study based upon the observation of certain common features during embryonic stages of all vertebrates. Ernest Haeckel proposed biogenetic law which states that ontogeny is basically the process of organisms recapitulate their evolutionary history, which is phylogeny. Vertebrate embryos show similarities which are all vertebrates embryos develop a row of gill slits but they are functional only in fish and not found in other any vertebrate. Notochord is present in all vertebrate embryos, but this proposal was disapproved by Ernest von Baer. He noted that embryos never pass through the adult stage of their animals. Now comparative anatomy and morphology. So comparative anatomy and morphology shows both similarities and differences among the present day organisms and those existed long before. Homology is the relationship among organs of different groups of organism that show similarity in the basic structure and embryonic development but perform different functions as well. Homology of organs of different organisms indicates their common ancestry. Homology is found in the bones of four limbs of whales, cheetah, birds, amphibians and humans. They have similar basic anatomical structure with the bones, humerus, radius, ulna, carpals, metacarpals and phalanges. The thorns of bougainvillea and tendrils of cucurbita represents homology. Homology or homologous organs are the result of divergent evolution. For example, the evolutionary processes where the same structure develops along different directions due to adaptations for different needs. We need to know now what is molecular homology. So molecular homology refers to the similarities in the biomolecules of different groups of organisms. The sequences of nucleotides in nucleic acid and many proteins are similar in apes and humans. The biochemical similarities point to the same or common ancestry of diverse organisms. At last, we'll discuss a little about biogeography. So, the differential geographical distribution of different organisms also indicates common or shared ancestry in their restricted region. Habitat isolation has probably restricted these organisms to particular geographical regions on the earth. Dear learners, that's all for today. I hope you have understood the topic properly. Stay blessed, Asanians. Have a great day.